Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Trace. And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now listening to another episode of the Drinking Water Podcast. <laughs> awesome good water you got there, Max. It's uh it's infused with three thousand different minerals. Uh my skin has turned translucent and I have seen God. <laughs> uh no, but welcome back to, <laughs> welcome back everybody to another episode of Amateur Hour. This is episode fifteen one five. That's a we just keep climbing. It it shocks me every single week that we do it, but the the number of episodes keeps going up. It's halfway to thirty, even though I don't know why I picked thirty. It's an arbitrary number, but it's halfway. But it that's important because yeah. you know when we are thirty years old, we will be all right. No, we <laughs> we did that joke last week. Today we have some exciting topics, but we are going to kick it off, Shreyas, with the weekly highs. The weekly highs. I'll start with the personal high. Been, you know, doing a doing a fair amount of, of of introspection and not even just introspection, just like looking at myself and uh, I've noticed, you know, on the outside, uh, built up a pretty decent beard. It's not it's not a hey. it's not something special in terms of length, but it, it's it's something where usually around this time I get uncomfortable with how long it's getting. And I think it may be just a factor of laziness mixed with a sprinkle of more, more laziness. Like I just like, <laughs> but, but after some time I was just like, okay, I'm going to like continue making sure whatever I have looks good, even though I don't want to like go through the work and the hassle of trimming it all down. And cause are you I like beard oil? It? Like, are you yeah, doing yeah, beard yeah, oil? Yeah, beer, beer, bomb, beer, you know what I mean? Oh, like, um, ladies. This Gentlemen, <laughs> watch, watch out. Oh, wait, that's sweet. Can you uh, send uh, pictures to our Twitter? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, well okay. So that's saved that for the OnlyFans. Oh, right. $5 a month will get you pictures of my beard. <laughs> Nothing like else though. No no nose, just lips and beard. That's yeah, it. Yeah, just 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 like a like you know how they have the the blurred out picture with like one flower in a field of many. It'll just be like one hair on my beard with like the blur of everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh so between Trace, is your is your beard like on a scale of let's just say baby's bottom to duck dynasty, where does your beard fall? Oh, 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 it's it's closer to baby's bottom, I would say, compared to many other beards out there. Like it's only been it's only been like maybe three weeks or something. And I usually usually every two weeks I trim it down to like like the, the version of like a two on a haircut. Like a like a one or a two oh, on a short. haircut. Yeah, yeah, sure. pretty short. I I just don't like having like a clean shaven face because I feel like I'm sixteen again. I, <laughs> Like it reminds me of my my junior operator license picture, and it just gives me flashbacks, and I don't like it. But so sure I got to ID. <laughs> so I got I got to keep a little bit on there. But I've I've had it I've had it before where I've grown it maybe like a month a month and a half, 
and it just That's gets long. too long. Yeah, and it gets it gets too it gets too like kind of graggly for right. me. But but now that I'm kind of like you know edging the sides and you know keeping it kind of decent in a sense, I'm right. like I'm I'm starting to get like a little bit okay with it. And now I'm like, okay, yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I don't have to like do anything for a little bit. And then once I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I gotta go back, like, and start over. I will. Marty, that time will come. We have but to I'm, go I'm back. Feeling, yeah, but I'm feeling positive right now, so it's all good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge improvement. Yeah. What? It was my weekly high a couple days. A couple couple days. <laughs> yeah, we do these every single day. No, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they, getting facial hair that you're like somewhat proud of that you could be seen in public with is yes. a huge achievement. Yes. So yeah, congratulations. Use a confetti. All right. So, what uh, about what about the sports world? What's uh? What's yeah, good? what am I what am I high on in the sports world? I'm gonna talk about the Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins since the deadline have been three and The trade deadline have been three and and I'm really liking how they've been playing, especially the new acquisitions. So they they did a lot of work at the deadline. We'll talk more about this when we talk about the Bruins as a as a whole. But they did. A, they made some acquisitions, and I like how you know the young pieces have been playing, and they're making an impact. And I just like how they've been playing. I've enjoyed coming out of the the trade deadline break and seeing this kind of new and invigorated team playing for the for their positioning in the playoffs. And I'm I'm really high on them right now. We'll see how it gets when you know the games start mattering a little more, <laughs> closer to the closer to the. The, the playoffs but right now i think for what it's worth I, I like the direction they're going in so i'm high on them right now that's good yeah well i mean you like to see you like to see just a team like get their act together early on and of course they're not going to win everything what's their no. their record this year they are 24 12 and 6 hey pretty good that's pretty good it's pretty good They've, they just uh, beat the islanders yesterday so they beat them beat them back to back beat them back to back yeah yeah, that's a Jeez. big development too. We're gonna to talk about that. That's a big development. Okay. All right. That's coming. Hey, coming up next. But first, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> you know what? We don't have any right now. But uh, if you're looking to, give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna uh, turn it down a little bit. We're gonna get over to the weekly lows. <laughs> the lows. <laughs> this week for me personally was not a good week just for various things so yeah down down a little bad sipping on the down bad juice for a little while uh and it's okay uh like we said last week fellas ladies it's important to take care of your mental health so again if you or a friend or anybody is going through it sipping their down bad juice reach out talk to them point them in the right direction and and honestly just joking around with somebody is is a great way to help them so i want to actually shout out some of my friends who have uh put the support in and talked to me jared paul michael my family like thank you guys for being there to support me so i really appreciate it just like words of encouragement like it doesn't have to be much to 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 help someone's day you don't have to like yep i guess give the like you know go through like a paragraph or or things like that if you're not if you don't know what to say in the moment and just just yep. a little bit here and there you know make sure people know that you're there for them it really helps out so appreciate you talking about that yeah oh well yeah you know what and in treas too thanks for being here to talk about sports because this is a great way to unwind the week and talk always. about talk about everything that was happening like that this yeah, is good always. 
Hey, and we've been here for 15 weeks. 15. We're, we're still cruising. 15. That's huge. That's a lot and of again, weeks. That's a, that's a lot of damage. It's just cool, though, because really, like me and Shreyas are, you know, we're not, we're, we are quite literally amateurs. We, you know, mm-hmm. are not professionals, but mm-hmm. we've been doing it and we've been having fun. So, again, thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. Your support means, I mean, a lot. Just like getting those messages from time to time is like, dude, even if like you don't listen to the podcast, or even if you've listened to five minutes of one episode, or maybe even if you just clicked on our Spotify page, you know, that means a lot that you took time out of your day to help support us. So for everybody doing that, and also shout out to the people across the world that have that have been listening to us. We have a pretty good following in Hungary. So shout out to everybody over there. Shout out Love to people our, in the United States, Canada. Yeah, super Love cool. our Hungary fans, of course. Gotta, gotta yes. make sure they, they know that. Yes, we 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 see you every week. So so thank you. All right. So another bad set of news. Jamal Murray tore his ACL. <sighs> that stinks. The golden arrow. Mm. Yeah, he's that was, a good, that was he's tough a good to player. See. And it's tough to see. Right. You don't want to see. I mean, the ACL injury. I mean, that that that's that's the injury that you like don't want to see. You know, high ankle sprain is up there. That's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, bruised bones or stuff like that. You know, if you get maybe Karis averts like some carcinoma, like you you don't want to see that. But an ACL, like right under your knee. Oh, anything anything non contact is just like you you can't automatic you automatically think like oh non if that was non contact like you're thinking the worst because mm-hmm. for some reason ACLs like ACLs MCLs PCLs like they all tear when you're you know twisting your leg and and things like that it's not like someone is bumping into you and then you're you're tearing your acl like that doesn't it feels like it doesn't happen in sports that often it feels like someone's landing wrong or you know they they turn the wrong way and it just like happens like a freak accident it was it was tough to see jamal murray go through that yeah because he's he's been pretty healthy for most of his career and he's Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, we, we mentioned him a couple weeks ago, but he is the man who dueled it out with Donovan Mitchell last year in the playoffs, both dropping multiple 50 point games, mm-hmm. going absolutely crazy. Still can't believe that the Jazz of all teams blew a 3 1 lead. I, I watched I watched one of their games the other day. I just love how they I just love, love, love how they play and how mm-hmm. they move the ball and how every single person on that team is so unselfish. So unselfish yeah. to the point where sometimes they'll they'll like you know be swinging the ball and they'll get a look and I'm like shoot that one and then they, they keep <laughs> they get a better look <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you see like, Bogdanovich no, 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 no. in the corner <laughs> go back go back that one was good <laughs> they're like yeah. the, the, the Quinn Snyder's like pass 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 it <laughs> keep passing like Quinn Snyder is like has like a little like Godfather to him too he looks kind of like he looks like He's just like making mob moves on the side sidelines. Like he's like he's like Donovan, go there. And Donovan's like, yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> like it just looks like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, like I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse, Donovan. <laughs> I need you to win MVP next year. <laughs> You're gonna be the greatest two god this game has ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a really poor Marlon Brando impression or just that's what I think of the quote-unquote mobster but <laughs> just leave it at that yeah well he's is he is he part of the mormon mafia oh i couldn't tell you i don't even know where quinn, quinn Saturn is from he just turned into a great coach and i i appreciate his style i have no watch out watch no, out watch out <laughs> no clue i like it's, it's he's one of those guys where like 
you think of a coach, right? You're like, oh, Brad Stevens, he coached at Butler, Gordon, Stay- Gordon Hayward missed a shot. And you're like, you kind of know a little bit about them before they get to be a right. good Doc, coach. Doc Rivers used to play pro ball. Like, yeah. 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 Like, you know about, like, I literally know nothing about Quinn Snyder. I have no clue about <laughs> I just, like, I Like, he's one of the good coaches. Like, he's getting, like, to be a, a pretty good, great coach. And yeah. I still have no clue. I have, like, <laughs> I wonder. Where did you, know, you come from? <laughs> <laughs> I just know, hey, he's a good guy. He looks like a great guy. <laughs> a good mob guy, at least. <laughs> yeah, man, Rudy, listen. Rudy, if you try to shoot the three again, you don't want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so stay in the paint and pass and dunk the ball, okay? Yeah, he's got, he's got, the, he's got the slicked back hair and the, the, the his the straight ring, Like face. 12 rings. Yep. Yeah, his straight face. Like He looks like... like Robert De Niro could play him in a movie about the Utah Jazz. Like, you know what I mean? Like, young Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, uh, he really did. Actually, that's a good point. He came out of, he came out of the rafters. He came out of nowhere. Now he's turned into out of nowhere. He's turned into the top coach on the top team. Well, let's see if they stop blowing huge leads yeah. playoff-wise. All right. Yeah. So, that is, yeah, again, uh, you know, prayers up for Jamal Murray. Yeah, and you know LeBron and AD are still injured. AD is very close to a return, but again, you hate to see yeah, that. Yeah, still a couple of weeks. I thought the last report I saw about LeBron, he was like three weeks away. That's what they're saying. Yeah, James um, Harden's still injured. Yeah, KD is of, on injury management. Big, like a lot of big stars just not playing right now, and I don't know. It's it's been weird not seeing a good game of the Lakers recently, or yeah, the Lakers the, a little bit on the struggle I mean, bus. Yeah. A little bit on the struggle bus. Yeah, they've been treading water though. I think they, they honestly like that's all they need to do. Because like you know when LeBron and AD come back, it doesn't matter whether one or ten. Like in the play-in game, they could they're gonna like get into the playoffs and make a run for the finals. Like who cares where they are? But like as long uh, as yeah. they stay, like it just shows kind of like as long as they stay treading water. Like if they stay in that five hundred range without those guys. Yeah, like, that's really good. That shows how deep they are. Like just having Schroeder and Mar- Morris and THT, THT and Drummond and all these guys. Tre- like, uh, Trez Harrell, like, yeah, yeah, just like, all... that's almost enough to be a 500 team without those guys. Like that's that's deep and like that's scary mm. to me. From oh, the dude, West. It, well, hey, don't sleep on a Caruso either. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. The goat. Uh, did you also see too? Just while we're on the uh, the NBA topic, you see that yeah. Zion had uh, a very important drive that was absolutely denied. So so Zion gets blocked. Zion gets stuffed by Daniel Gafford. Who knows? Maybe they've cracked the code of the. Maybe they found the kryptonite of the Zionster. Oh wow! And then he lost. They lost the possession too. Yep. Oh, I did not see this. Yeah, I know. We're going to. We're going to get right into the frickin' meat and potatoes. Today we're going to be talking about, like Trey said earlier, we're going to be talking about the Boston Bruins. So yeah. Trey, take it away, good sir. You like what you see. I do. And Since why? The- well, hey, Since- listen, they are yeah. 20, 24 and 12. I don't care which team you're on. I will I will take that. Yeah, Um. they were off to a a pretty good start, really hot start to the season. I think they went 10 and 1, something along those lines. And... At that time, you were thinking, like, whoa, I didn't expect this from this team because they had been kind of through this. We go to, like, we've gone to the to the finals and the cup finals, and 
now we're on the kind of downswing. We have our older pieces. Like it just feels like we're on the down downturn. As in a sense of, it's not all the way bad, but it wasn't right. what it once was a couple of years ago when you were like, wow, this team is making a run. This team, you know, needs to make this last hurrah. And it, like that was kind of like a very hyped couple of years right there. And now you're at a point where you're like, you're not expecting like the biggest thing out of them right now, but you're expecting them because they still have solid pieces like Marchand and Bergeron and Krejci. You're expecting them to be good. You're expecting them to stay competitive, maybe win a round or two, and then <clears throat> bow out to a, a really good team like the Lightning or, you know, the Capitals or things like that, like that just have more younger talent, more top end talent than they do. The Bruins were at a crossroads kind of a couple, like a week, like a week or two ago, because they were very up and down. They were losing, you know, games against the Islanders and the Capitals. And then they would win games against like the Sabres. And then you would think, oh, like this team is, you know, going to be somewhere because this team is beating, you know, this team in this way. But then they're losing to this team in that way. And you were just kind of confused about the team. And so who, it was who a tough are dis- they? Right. Yeah. What is their What is their identity right now? And they've they've been through a lot too. They a lot of their defensive core has been decimated. Where you're like, what is this team? How are they going to play if anyone's healthy? If they're like, what's going to happen? Like, I'm confused just talking about it. You can see. So well, that's kind of you know, Shreyas. It's, it's interesting that you bring that up just because it's it's like the Celtics were in the middle of the season too. Yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy. Like you said, it's like you you think about it. You're like, who are who? Like, what are you doing? Like you're like you said, you're losing the teams that you shouldn't be losing to. Mm-hmm. Then you'll come back and you like beat a team by a freaking nail biter after you've come back. Like, what what do you what? Yeah. What, why 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 do you put one fans through this? But also like you got to figure out like, are you going to be that strong defensive team? Are you going to be that team that always scores off like a power play? Like, what do you yeah. you know? Yeah, and that's that's one thing is that a lot of their issues were offensively and like, although the defense was, was a problem, they just could not put the puck in the net. Like I remember watching this game before the deadline. I think it was like late March. I think they were playing the devils and there was just, it was just so frustrating to watch because you would see all these chances being set up and then nothing, nothing was going on. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like hockey is, it's not like you don't get, really good chances a lot so you gotta capitalize on the ones you get because you just don't know when you might get that type of it's that chance again and then they lose that game one nothing and you're like oh but it's the devils i i see you would see games like that and you're like oh man they can't score and then and then the next day they're playing the penguins they score seven goals like a couple games later and you're like whoa wait where did this come from like how what type what type of team are you like this is very inconsistent like why can't you you know consistently score two three goals a game like where's that offense coming from and a lot of them is like Pasternak has been not the same player he was early he, on in isn't the season. he getting older though isn't he getting older Pasternak yeah no he should be in his prime right now dude he like it's then it's very confusing yeah I don't know I don't mental? know he's just Do you think it's not mental? putting the puck in it, it has to be because he's he, I think it's one of these things where he's not kind of getting down in the action like he, it feels like he's going through the motion. And this happened a couple times before where when he gets into these slumps where he's just not, you know, being a great facilitator, he's not putting the puck in the net. And that's what he's 
supposed to be good for. He scored 48 goals during the right before the COVID bubble started. Right. So he scored for he scored 48 goals, and you're like, that's his peak. Like he's a top goal scorer in the league, and he should be every year. But then if he's not scoring for a month, he's not. I guess being active in other areas, like he's not getting to the puck back fast. He's not getting back to the puck fast enough. He's not back checking fast enough. And you're like, dude, you can't just be skating around there. Kind of, you know, waiting for your shift to get it, like get over. You got to like get in down and dirty. And that's how you'll be able to get the puck later on. You'll Mm -hmm. the puck will find you and you'll, you'll be able to score. So I think it has to be a little bit of that mental where he's like kind of almost down bad on himself at this point because he's not doing much. Is that like the theme has, of the week? Being <laughs> it, it might be, it might be, and I'm really hoping he turns it around and kind of just shows a little more effort because we really need him, especially when you're playing top end teams like the Capitals and the the Lightning. Those are two teams that you need to to be on your A game for. So I want to see a little more out of him during those those bigger bigger regular season games to end the season. There's not a lot left too, so he's got to show up. You felt this inconsistency, and now the trade deadline comes. So then they went out and they paid a very cheap price for Taylor Hall. Taylor who, Hall, which who I've been hearing some very positive buzz about. He is yeah. – well, so I just you – know, again, we're not really big on stats, but since yeah. adding them, Ruins are 3-0, and outscoring yeah. their opponents 10-3. and mm. And he has already had two goals, so. Yeah, very positive development because – Pretty good. He, he, was on a, he was on a Sabres team that was at the bottom of the league and he had had two goals all season i think he had two goals and 17 assists which 17 assists is fine you're in a shortened season you're at least like doing something but the two goals this guy was a a 20 i think even 2018 yeah so a couple years ago he won the heart trophy so he won the trophy for the best player in the league the mvp of the league and he had a 37 38 goal season and this is with the New Jersey Devils, and he he brought him. I think he brought him to the playoffs that year. And you're like, wow, like that's the top end. You know, he's a he's a first line top six forward, like easy. Like you would think, like that kind of guy would never get traded like this, right? He's but he's. I think everywhere he's been, they just can't stick with him long enough because a lot of I don't know if it's like a like a teammate thing or like a dynamic thing. But he's had a bunch of like like ten or eleven coaches throughout his career on mostly bad teams. So it was one of these things where you're like, this guy's just being bounced around. Will he ever get his head on straight and play up to his potential? And right. Then he goes to Buffalo because he gets the best contract there and you're thinking Buffalo hasn't been anywhere. Like, is this guy going to actually do something there? And no, Buffalo is the same and he's worse off like on that team. Now he's coming here and you paid, I think you paid a second rounder. So not, not the biggest pick. You're not really, you know, fawning over second rounders like Danny Ainge would, but uh, sorry. I need them. (laughs) Second rounder. Yeah. And your second rounder and Anders Bjork. So, you know, bottom, uh, he's a fourth line guy with a second rounder. It's not a, not a bad price to pay. You, you like what you paid for a guy with that potential. And that's one thing you're talking about, Taylor Hall. You're always thinking about the potential and it hasn't been panning out, but the, it's always in the back of your mind. And like you said, Max, you know, outscoring the opponents 10 to 3, I think you said. 
And yeah. yep. so I really like how active he's been. There's been some times though that he has been more focused on the offensive end. And that is one of the, the kind of digs on him is that he doesn't really get back as fast as he should. But I think if he's scoring, he'll be more willing to get back. And I think considering he scored two goals already, I'm feeling good about our chances yeah. to, to have him play and be engaged the whole year. The The second one I want to talk about was Mike Riley. So we got him from the Ottawa Senators. So we paid a third round draft pick in 2022 for Mike Riley. Uh, left shot, def- left side, left shot defenseman. He's a great puck mover uh, just coming out of the back end. He wants to push the puck and he's a guy that we really needed because we are so decimated, as I said, on the, the the defensive side, and we have a lack of left left defensemen. So that was a real need that we needed, and they addressed. And I I was surprised that they specifically addressed the need and the type of player you want. No, they knew left shot defenseman, left side. Let's get him, Mike Riley. I think he's like 30, 31. And I was like, that's great. Ottawa's not going anywhere. Let's put him on a team that, that is going to go somewhere and, and let's see what he does. And he's been really good at, at moving the puck up and, you know, getting us more with a sense of urgency. And so that's been really good. The last pick was Curtis Lazar and who came in with the uh, Taylor Hall trade. And he's been great on the fourth line. Not much to, not much to say. He's, you know, energy guy. The fourth line has been playing well. That's been a huge uh detriment to our team right now is if you want to play all four lines and not have to you know depend on the the perfection line the Bergeron, Pasternak, Marchand line always for scoring you got to get something out you got to get good shifts with the fourth line and I think Curtis Lazar is is is, um, is providing that and then before we before we kind of wrap up the wrap up the segment Max I wanted to talk about our young goalies I don't know if you're able to catch some of the games um, for the Bruins, but recently we've been playing, especially with Tuca out for some time and Halak out for some time, we've been playing some of the young guys. So uh, you've probably heard of a Jeremy Swayman. And, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Swayman and uh, Dan Vladar. And they've been, for the most part, really, really solid. If they're playing like this just from a couple starts, you never know. Maybe they get hot and you know help you part of a run, and then boom, you're you have a future guy. It's happened before. You know, one one of them I think of is uh, Bennington, Jordan Bennington in St. Louis, who ended up beating us in in 2019. But I think one of the guys he just got hot at the at the end of the year, rookie, and then they won the they won the Stanley Cup. So uh, really like our future with those two right there too. So I'm liking where the Bruins are going right now. I thought I was, I was kind of, you know, suspect for a little bit, but then I'm, I'm back on board right now. So happy Bruins day. Go, go bees. All right, great. So our next section, we're going to be doing our last and final round of the gauntlet. So for those of you who don't know, the gauntlet is very similar to other start bench cut formats, except this time we have four players and Treyas has to take one of them, give them his golden egg, his trophy, his award. Mm-hmm. He's going to put two of them on his bench and one of them yep. is going Rocking. to send to work at home Depot. 
to never touch a basketball, let alone professionally, ever again. These are the choices that he makes. He sent some great plays. He sent Jimmy Butler to work at Home Depot last week. So uh, will we forgive him for that? I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna redact that in the edit, right? No. <laughs> no. Gonna... Nope. That one's out no. there. This is the same. Oh. That's the same value. Well, I, it was actually really tough. It was. It, it was you, a tough. You, you brought gave it down me some to good Butler and Kawhi. All right. So this week is also yeah. this week's round of the gauntlet features. Oh no. The point guards of the NBA: Stephen Curry, okay. Damian Lillard, okay, Luka Doncic. Okay, and Kyrie good. Irving. So, Trey, who are you giving your top dog award? No. Who are you putting on your bench? And who's going to go work at Home Depot? No. Why couldn't you? That's my A. <laughs> Why did you... I feel like, I feel like, did you set me up? I feel like you took it easier on me for the past four. Like, I feel like there's always one guy where you're like, where... Who you could do was easy to like, who yeah, like you could get rid of. Yeah, yeah, that was like easy to like, like, you know, like these guys are so good that this one guy. All four not, of them. Yeah, All four yeah. of these guys are, these, there's not uh, one, there's not one that you can really live without. So no. I'm going to see where your twisted mind goes. I want to see who you're going to put. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. First of all, right. who are you going to, you gonna could start, argue right? The, mm-hmm. the case could be argued that any of these guys deserves the top award. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like every single one of them in their own right can 100%. deserve the award. So. so, I mean, if you're asking me, I'm starting Curry. He's your man. Yes, and like, I'm not even going to talk about skill set because we all know what Curry can do on the court. Oh, my God, he's, he's insane. He's insane. Yeah. I've never seen anybody like this, ever. Yes, Un- unbelievable, especially this this past like 10 11 game stretch he's like 30 points he's a not nine game, game nine game 30 point plus 30 yeah. plus point scoring streak yeah yeah nine game 30 plus point scoring streak he had i think it was like 33 threes in a three game stretch or something um or something ridiculous like 31 or 32 threes in a three game stretch it was Insane. unbelievable um, yeah it was it was like no. it was like 8 11 and 10 yes Unbelievable. My sole reason for putting him above the other three is that he is the only guy that you can specifically say he, you can build around him. He's he's probably the only guard in the league that you can specifically or just build. Steph Curry. You, you can, can do just Steph Curry. Yes. Like usually the guy you're building around needs in this era in this era has been a forward or a center. Like a forward oh, or a big man. You know what I, I mean? I see what you're saying. Okay. Like, there hasn't been a lot of point guard-led championship teams. And it's just it just doesn't happen as often as the the small shooting guard, small forward, or the power forward center, like those types of guys, like the bigger guys. So he's one of those guys. And you just got to make – you just got to, you know, give him his just due, give him his roses. He's one when – he didn't have a big three or four like he's one when he did have that and he made himself known on both both sides so respect to him he's that guy he's that dude okay. yeah he i mean yeah I, just, I mean what i mean what are you gonna what, what can you say against steph curry i mean he is a steph curry's a champion dude right he's a champion <laughs> three champion. times over 
champion his team uh, regardless of the three one memes from 2016 right we still have to rehash those every now and then <laughs> but and it's fun to rehash them i'm not gonna lie it's fun to rehash them especially when a team loses by three one you're like haha pulled to golden state right no, but they were unstoppable they were unstoppable yeah. for that the five team, year stretch the team was 70, 72 and 10 or 73 and 9 73 and 9 yeah unbelievable even in a team even in a year they lost unbelievable year unanimous mvp and it's one of those things where you're like like lebron is always lebron is always or he's you know people they just give it to people that they have a good year because they can't give it to lebron every year like no no no. when curry has that type of year he's better than lebron like that year you know what i mean like he's one of those he's one of those guys where you're like nah lebron had a good year that year but stephen curry deserved it well, think about dude. His passing, like his, I dude, I just can't, I can't. There's like his his handles too. I love. He reminds me a little bit of like Steve Nash and the way that he dribbles, and his dribbles mm-hmm. are so like crisp. But he's upright the whole time. Like yes. he's he's like he's like he's like sits kind of low, but his chest is up, his head is up, and he's so yes. like flexible and agile. It's it's super impressive. But then you know, like when you think of somebody like. Like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. gets like down. Like this man is like dropping mm-hmm. his shoulders. Like he and I, and I don't mean in like an aggressive, offensive way. I just mm-hmm. mean like he's he's low to the ground. He's literally dribbling. Like he's all over the place. But Steph Curry, he just has this refined nature to him. It's crisp. It's beautiful. I mean, ask ask for a better point, God. Really. Ah, uh, yeah, unbelievable. His ability to keep the dribble too in in tight Unreal. spots. Yeah, he doesn't he, he doesn't get phased and. I think that's something that's. You didn't get really phased by underrated. anything. Yeah, it's yeah. underrated. So yeah. Steph. Curry. Okay, so Steph is your guy. Yeah. You know what, Stray? I can't. Do you? I, yeah, I, I you, have. I got made fun of so many times because I had. A, I had a, a Steph. Steph Curry shirt. It wasn't an official jersey. It's, although it's so I do. Easy to hate him. It's so easy to like make no, jokes. About I don't know. How, no, no, no. I, like no, I get no. it is, but no. You know what I mean? You know. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I'm not saying like, I am. I'm defending Steph Curry because it's just easy. like I yes. defend Tom Brady. Yes. Yes. It's so it's he, like it's so like what I'm saying is like it's so easy for the world to hate him because of it, I don't know like he's he's like like when people get confident in a sense like you gotta hate him like oh like he's too good at his craft like you gotta like you know put him down. Nah, he puts in so much work, dude. He puts in no no. But that's what people think. It's like, it's like, oh, like LeBron, like you know, he gets confident all of a sudden, and now you know, the Twitter, Twitterverse has to, you know, oh my God, LaFraud, the LaFraud, <laughs> and the LeBum, and you're like, 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 yes, I love he, those. Yes, he has comments where you're like shaking your head, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you saying that? that but like, I will never put that quote unquote LeBron, and that's when I knew I was the greatest basketball player of all time. You yeah, can't like he says say that about that. yourself. He says something that, like he says something like that, but now at this point, I'm like, I mean, that's that's fair. Like, like I can't even, I can't even hate. Wait, I thought we part. said that Jordan was a goat. No, what I'm saying, like when he's when he says that about himself, you're like, I don't even, like, I don't even care at this point because you're like so much better than everyone else that you play with and play against. <laughs> that, like, like I can shake my head at what you're saying, but like I'm not gonna hate on your game because I'm not gonna put like like hate on your name because. You you said some stupid thing once in a while, so it's like it's one of those things where like Curry and LeBron they get the same sort of rep in a sense because they're they're that good they're ta- they're that like game breaking, mm-hmm. so it's so easy to hate them in a sense, but it's so easy to love them too because of how they play. So that's appreciated for for Curry right there. L- you got me trying to pick between Lillard, Doncic, and Irving. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, I do. That is that is what I have you doing. <laughs> I envy your spot right now of making of me not choose. having to pick. Yes. <laughs> Tracy, if you want to flip it around, I could do one. But okay, no, you know what? I'll I'll do it first, and I'll see what you think about it. So, okay. for my first bench spot, I gotta go. Ah, oh, now I'm now I'm double now I'm double. I gotta go. Oh my god, this is so stupid, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Oh my god! No, like I'm seriously having a tough time because I would take all four of these guys. Like I, like I would want to start all four of them on a team, let alone having one be benched, like two be benched and one being cut. Like I would rather like have it. Like if you have a team with Curry, Lillard, Doncic, Irving, like that's a team. It doesn't. Like, I, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? You can run. You can run as small a ball as you need to because <laughs> like, I don't like, care who's on the other team. You're gonna score yeah. every time, like, yeah. like, like, like when they miss, you won't miss. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna have to pick Lillard as one. Lillard as one of my bench spots. The reason. Oh my god! So you're gonna decide between yeah between Doncic and Irving, yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> and and I think it's one of those things where I'm also realizing that we have to give Damian Lillard his flowers while we're here too, because yeah, it's one of those things where you can't blame the guy for the team he's on in terms of his in terms terms of him not winning yes and like in terms of like team construction and i feel like a lot of people don't care as much about lillard regardless of like like it's feel like meaning like they see what he does on the court and they're like wow he scored 60 or did you see that shot by lillard but then the ongoing rhetoric about him kind of stops in that like fleeting moments that he has and not that he's a uh an amazing basketball player and so like he kind of gets lost in the sauce discussion because he's not on a a big team like the golden state warriors when they had you know a massive portland also hasn't won anything like they've had yes. they've had a, a recently and historically they've had a tough time in the playoffs i mean obviously you go back as far as clyde drexler they're doing very good but yeah they've just they it's like they 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 have all these pieces but they're always missing something they're always missing something and and it's not for a lack of lillard's trying is what i'm trying to say like i'm getting close to saying if lillard was not on that team and if you if you put average if you put average point guard on that team and they started 35 minutes a game. That team is going to be the worst, if not the second worst team in the league. Wow. Yeah. You think that, like is, the, all, that is all the, it is all Dame time. It's, it's, it's all Dame time. Like CJ McCollum, great player. He's not going to single-handedly carry a team. Yeah. Talented scorer. He needs Dame he's, with him. Yeah. Yes. He's not, he's not, he's a guy that plays so well off of somebody that I don't want to mess that up. Like, I don't want him to think, I don't want him to get all the attention on a team. And then you look around at the glaring hole of, oh my God. Um, yeah. We've, yeah, we've yeah. had to, we've had to put in like the Zach Collinses and the Robert Covingtons and oh, the, Zach the Hassan Whitesides and the, oh, when you know that, what I mean? oh. like, like you just get sad thinking about the Blazers because Lillard has literally thrown 40 points against like into the wind and then it just gets blown away because the Blazers will lose some random game against like the Timberwolves and you'll be like why did why did Lillard 
score 40 if everyone else isn't going to pick it up. You know what I mean? Against so, OKC, yeah. Yeah, and he his confidence in the big time uh, in the big times has started since he was a like a young gun. Like I remember him hitting game winning shots as a rookie, and then some of the biggest moments in the NBA have been by Lillard. So like the the shot against Houston, the shot against OKC in the playoffs. Like he hits big shots and he makes he wins you games that the Blazers should have otherwise lost. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like he's that like guy that if the team was right, he puts you so over the top and he makes you a top two, top three contender that like I can't get it past the fact that the team is losing. So I gotta put Lillard as my first guy. <laughs> okay. I mean that it's a good explanation. I mean, I just, now yeah, you I have can't. to choose between yeah. I like I know now that I've thought about it, I know who I want and who I don't. But I'm just mm-hmm. curious to see what you're gonna pick. So just yeah. without just give us your Spark Notes version of who you're picking and why, and then we'll see the other person at Home Depot when we go and we can ask them about it. Okay. I'm gonna pick Doncic. Yeah, boy. That's what I that's what I thought too. That's okay. what I that's what I was gonna do. Okay. Too. So my Spark Notes version is <laughs> I know people are probably gonna think Oh, the 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 whiny Boston fan. He did you wrong, and now you hate him because he's doing well in Portland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it makes sense, and obviously yeah. I can take that because, like, that's just the perception, right? What did what did what did Joe Serrano <laughs> call us when he came? He said we're New England pretty boys, <laughs> right? Like I, I laugh. I live in the woods, Joe. You don't even know. <laughs> like, I, like I, I get it. We we get pissed off a lot, and we blame. Are you kidding me, bro? Hey, oh, actually, actually, I do want to say. Actually, I saw a stat real quick. Is that uh-huh. the the Celtics, the Bruins, yeah. uh-huh. and the Red Sox have won nineteen out of their last twenty one games? That's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. Are yeah. we back to uh are we coming back up on Title Town? Yeah, I think I think maybe with this uh, year with the Pats too, because the Pats might be really good. They might yeah. might might be really good. And I think this Yo. is a good discussion. I think this is a good discussion for a future podcast, Max. And I think we should really yes. talk about this. Is is what what team do you think in town is gonna be the first to win a championship? And I I wanna I wanna give that out to the fans first because Oh, that's a great question. Have them have them think about it, and maybe we can put a poll on Twitter, and we'll talk about it. But then when we get to it, I think that'll be a great discussion we could have, and I want to see everyone else's thoughts on that as well. That's a great, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a good discussion. Okay, okay. All right, so you picked, you have picked Luca Doncic. Yes, Luca Doncic. And I want to give my, I want to give my, I, because he's a god with the basketball. Did you see his yes. game winner the other day where he unbelievable game winner floated I, over the three point line, one handed oh, off balance, like pumped it, just kind of floated it up, and it just went. Well, my favorite part expired. was my favorite part was the crap, like the reaction. And it was just kind of like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, are we? Like, it was just like it felt are like so serious? casual. <laughs> it felt so casual. I just thought he was just throwing it up to throw it up, and then I was gonna go to like you know, they're going to lose or whatever, or it's going to be a, a tie or something. And then you look at his foot placement and he planned the foot out perfectly. And then he, like, it felt like he had practiced that. And I was like, this is insane. Like, I just understand him. And, and to have a guard of that size, like he has a, he has a, not the best build, but he has a body of like, like a, like a magic Johnson type body. He's a bigger guard. Of a champion. Yeah. And he's able to, Magic Johnson's an interesting comparison. That's an interesting comparison to that's not that was that would not be my first 
type to type body comparison. I would say, I would say active Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's will be. He's basically the the guard version of Jokic. He's the guard version. And- of, imagine, yo, please, Adam Silver, listen to this. I don't want to tamper, but get Luca and Jokic in the same team. Yeah. That's like that six chips in a row. That's that six chips in a row. I don't care who you put in there. Yeah, you could put the scrubs. You could put like Hassan Whiteside in, Wesley Matthews. You could put Derek Jones Jr. Like if you just put like all these like random ass people on the on that team, they're still winning. Yeah. And when I think when I think of the last two guys that I had to choose from, every shot these guys put up, you think it's going in because that's how hot that they can get. And both of their abilities to pass, they have great ability to pass. I think Lucas is a better passer, is a more willing rebounder, just from a defensive standpoint, because he's able to lead breaks. But the one thing that I was thinking about when I had to choose between them is what is the best ability on the court? And it feels like a cliche, but I, I'm going to say it anyway. It's availability, right? <laughs> what? The best ability, the best ability is availability. And what, what does I mean that mean? That, what is it? What, what do you I, mean? What I mean by that is, are you there when your team needs you, a hundred percent of the oh. time? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's that's a real thing where it's like the clown, talent, clown, clown, Kyrie. Yeah. Well, no. like I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna front on what he does, like his rituals and like some of the stuff. No, like, not that. Like, no, him. not that. Like that's him. That's him. I I honestly could care less about how he lives his oh i'm dinner, i'm talking right? about him not being there yeah yes i'm talking about just I'm not talking being about, literally just not being there yeah i'm talking yep, about yep, his yep, yep, yep. being injury prone he has been you've seen it in the past where he when he doesn't like his situation he doesn't play with the same effort that he when he does like his situation right luca's not in as good of a situation as Kyrie was when he was in boston yet luca you can see him continuing to put maximum effort into his dallas team when Kyrie was in Boston at the end of that 2018-2019 that season, you could tell that. Dude did not care. He did not. You, you, you he could did tell not that, want to be there. Yeah, you could tell that him and the Tatum and the Brown did not mash. Smart did not mesh together. And Kyrie kind of just felt like he was waiting for next season. And you could tell during that Milwaukee series, which is so aggravating to me, how he played during that Milwaukee series. And then you see how he's playing now. And you're like, wow, like, you know Kyrie can play like this because he's won, he's made the big shots. He's played the big games. He's had the big performances. You're one performance I can remember uh, off the top of my head that I was like, wow, this guy is insane was, I think it was like six or seven years ago, they played San Antonio and he had 55 and he had the shot to put him into overtime. And then he owned overtime. And I was like, this guy uh, is unreal. This yeah, guy. Yep. 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 Like regardless of if LeBron's on this team, this guy's a player. And you wish that every place, every time that he was there, whether it was post LeBron, he kind of felt like, you know, like he was ready to move on and he didn't put in maximum effort at the end of his Cleveland tenure. And then his Boston career kind of, you know, put a dampen on that a little more. And then you're like, oh, now he gets to play with his friend. Well, also, yeah, well, KD, so, yeah. Like, oh, he's playing. The thing you know still had did. that fit in the middle of the year in which that we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And you're, my question to everybody was, what is Kyrie Irving's goal? It didn't make sense at the time. Even yep. his family and friends said that he's ready to walk away from the game of basketball yeah. because of quote-unquote personal reasons. And that that was the one thing that I, I did not understand. Well, it I didn't feels get it. Like, 
Yeah, it feels like he knows he has a bigger purpose than basketball. And obviously everyone totally fine. And I love that. I love yes. when when people use their platform, when athletes, when pro athletes, when when celebrities, when millionaires, they use their platform, they use their their money, their wealth, their experience to empower people. Like that's why that's why I was so so torn up when Kobe died. It's not only the loss of life, but it's the loss of the loss of of so much knowledge and so mm-hmm. much inspiration and so much mm-hmm. that he can give back and share. Mm-hmm. Like I love Mamba Academy. I love what he was doing for the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Like like that's the biggest thing for me is is that it was his second life. It was his second coming and he he was ready to give back. He was giving back to everybody. And that's what players can do. And you know, I have no doubt that Kyrie Irving can do that too. Absolutely. I so I love LeBron's I Promise school. That's why I love yeah. even when we even when like a lesser known when like a you know a bench player from like the Red Sox will go to like the uh you know the the children's hospital and just hang out with some of those kids like that's huge, mm. stuff like that like that yeah. that 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 giving back outside the game is is phenomenal or just like using your voice or something. But well, is Kyrie gonna is he that guy? Well, when I said like a bigger purpose, I meant like obviously using your platform is one thing. It's oh okay oh you like definitely he, okay yeah I feel like I feel like and I feel like he is already thinking about his life after basketball in a sense that he knows there is a a bigger purpose other than what he is doing right now and what he considers his craft and his art form as he has spoken on multiple occasions I think <laughs> like when you're when you're speaking about having a walking <laughs> stick and wearing it to the game that is my art and if you don't get it <laughs> well like don't in, like speak to me Regardless, regardless of all that, like he can, he can do what he wants as long as he's, you know, being an active member of the team and you (laughs) still have a sense of like, is he a leader for a team that doesn't have its like potential already fulfilled yet? You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. When you talk about like a Lillard, right? You can clearly tell that Lillard, even though the team is not at its full potential, right? He gets them to as much as he can get them to based on what they can do right now, if that makes sense. And he doesn't complain. And he he doesn't, right, compl- exactly like you said yes. before. He doesn't complain. He doesn't tone down his own personal effort yes. when his own situation is not, or when his own situation is less than ideal. Yes. He won't stoop to a level. He won't take his foot off the gas. I mean, think about that, that playoff series with OKC. OKC was favored to win mm-hmm. that. You have Paul uh, Paul George and, and Russell Westbrook teaming up. You have a pretty Mello. solid bench and Melo, good assets off. The, like that was a pretty like solid all around team. Right. Dis- disappointing, ultimately. But the Blazers were not favored to win. They it was it was Damian Lillard, McCollum, and that that's about right. it. it. But he still gave his all. He still and it showed when he had the buzzer beater. Right. And then another 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 situation I think of is Kawhi in Toronto. And I know we've talked about this in the past where yes, no one exactly. had any, we talked about we talked about last week. Yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. We had no idea like they had no expectations and then Kawhi with his play single handedly, you know, brought the best out of everyone out. And that's something And they want a chip. Yeah, and they want a chip. And now like I feel like that's something that I still haven't seen fully develop out of Kyrie is when when the situation turns for the worst i don't know how Kyrie right. reacts in that uncertainty i still am like okay like 
Well, yeah, yeah we'll straight. Take, take like this. The... If Kevin Durant and James Harden were to leave the New York Nets, do you think that Kyrie's going to stay? No. No. No, absolutely not. Do you think that that was also appropriate for him to slander LeBron James? Oh, when in the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, LeBron legitimately, oh, he opened up. He's like, I was legitimately hurt by yeah, that. Yeah, there was, there was some, That's, he, he made, him and, I would him be. and Katie made some weird comments in the beginning of the year. I remember they made that comment about Steve Nash. Do you remember that one? And we don't need a, we don't need a coach. Yeah. We're, 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 we can play our coach. Shut, shut up. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Yeah. So, they, I don't know if he's gotten to a point of, of being that leader to a team that hasn't already fulfilled what they wanted to do. Because like KD, you know, he's fulfilled his potential. He's already won championships. He's he's already talked about uh, this too. Where like, I don't know. He it said he they said he was a it was a comment out of um, out of context, but basically that like he's won his he's won his rings. And you know how good he can be. He's he's proved that time and time again. Same with James Harden. I agree with that. Same with James Harden. For the most part, he's proved what he can be. Yes, there are some character concerns, but and other than moving to you know getting a championship, you know what James Harden can be. He's fulfilled his potential as a basketball player. But for the team that is up and coming, for the team that has you have a shot to be that one sole guy, the vocal leader, the, or even the, just the leader on the court. Kyrie had a shot in Boston to do that. And Kyrie had a shot at the end after LeBron was, you know, planning on leaving and stuff to to start doing that. Mm-hmm. And he, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm not trying to be like this kind of sore ass about the Boston experience, but it showed like why he wanted, <laughs> like he wanted. Chase, you said, you said to start, you're like, I, I, this is not why I'm doing this. This is not. Why. Yeah. I'm not trying to be, but like it showed. Cause now no, I get look, it. Where, I get look it. where he, he moved his situation to. He moved into an obviously clearly better situation where he it, the 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 leadership aspect is dissipated more because the talent is increased. Like you don't need to yes. be as big of a, a a leader and and bring guys along because people already know what their roles are coming into the year. They already know how they're going to play. They know what their games are. But I get what you're saying, and 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 yes, and and also. Think about who's on the come up too. Like, like you said, Luca is putting the effort into the Dallas Mavericks team. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's it's not ideal. They're still at times on the struggle bus. But the thing that I do actually, he opened up and said he's like, we're not trying as hard as we could be. Like mm-hmm. he was pretty upfront yes. with how he felt. He, he was like, I'm dissatisfied. But he's not like I'm dissatisfied, so I'm going to leave. Right. He's like, I'm dissatisfied, so we need to make the changes. And he didn't do the thing that Celtics do. Was like, oh, we just got to play harder. He's like, he's like, people just aren't like trying. He's like, people we're not boxing out. We're not running enough in transition. We're not finding each other. Yeah. And that's, that's, and so I think yeah. that, that form of constructive or, or that form of criticism, I think is helpful. Yes. It's huge. And it yeah. shows a little bit maturity for him. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, it's huge because I've seen, especially with the maturity part you talked about at the end, because when he talks in post games, I have never seen Luca once be, I guess, glad for whatever stat line that the, the interviewer is telling him he got. Like it's one of those things where, Someone will be cares about the win. Yeah, he, he's yeah. what he wants to win, right? And so, like, and that's so impressive. From I think he's like twenty one or twenty two. That's so impressive at that age to not buy into your own hype. And that's that's something that like if he's learning at this age, like the sky sky's the limit, space is the limit, basically for for Luka Doncic. I agree. All right, so 
You've heard it here first, folks. Kyrie Irving is going to Home Depot. <laughs> Goodbye. So Kyrie Irving is going to the depot, the depot, the depot, depot. <laughs> and Shreyas is going to give us his Hamed depot. Shreyas is going to give us his fact of the week, and we're going to head out. It's time for Shreyas's fact of the week. <laughs> It's not. It's not that the the fact of the week is surprising in a sense. But I wanted to. I wanted to ask you, Max. <laughs> what do you think is the world's oldest toy? Oh, a ball in a cup. No, it's a stick in a wheel. Oh, wow. Okay, that was easier than I thought. Yes. The, so, do you know? <laughs> do you know that the stick is actually like just a stick is in the the toy hall of fame <laughs> do you know that I, I grandparents used to play with this one and but what, what they would do is <laughs> like it has like on the website for the state for the to- national toy hall of fame it literally <laughs> it just says stick inducted 2008 I like that. Uh, that's another thing that I thought was funny when I was when I when I found in 2008. Yeah, they're like, ah, we finally ought to give stick its recognition. Like you know how they you know how like Hall of Fame, especially in like the MLB Hall of Fame, they have like the veteran committee where for the older generation that like they they don't know about certain players and stuff. They're like, oh, you know, this player was overlooked in his time, so we got to bring him back into the pool of veteran MLB player Hall of Fame candidates and you know, bring him into the fold and, you know, vote him in sometimes. Stick. So stick was ignored yeah, you know, for so long. It's like they had like the veteran, you know, it's like the, the veteran toy hall of fame voters. And they were like, they're like, we're missing something. My God. What is it? We've picked ball. We've picked clay. We've picked mud. Crap, crap, crap. We stick. put ball in oh, a cup. God, we forgot stick. We got to bring it back. We got to bring it. <laughs> like 2008. They're like, oh, we got to bring it back. Stick is here. <laughs> and so they have, they inducted in 2008 it has its own like like paragraph like and it's just it's so it's so funny to me because it's just like a paragraph explaining what a stick can do as a toy and then right next to it is just literally just like it's like a dead piece of wood and i'm like this is on a website and i guess i'm just like cracking up looking at it there first of all i think i had some like semblance of an idea that there was a toy hall of fame but the fact that they actually had to vote i didn't i didn't know that that was well they have a they have a hall of fame for everything right so it makes sense they have a toy hall of fame but they had some just like an epiphany and they were like we need to induct this natural item that falls off a tree well strange because you can take the stick and you can well i i mean you can do whatever you need to with the stick i you know, there's something about it. I <laughs> like that's what I thought of. Like, who about it? And so that's my fact of the week: is that the stick is in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Well, well done, stick. Congratulations well done. to Stick for uh, <laughs> you know many years of of inspiration and hard work. So you've you've made this country a better place, Stick. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, congratulations, to Stick. Okay. You've been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sport podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Trace. And we'll see you next time. Peace.